Welcome to the Second Mix Podcast, where we reflect, revise, and remix our lives. My name is Matthew Bennett. In five years, if you're in exactly the same place as you are today, will you be okay with that? If you look around, it's your life in five years, and you have all the same stuff, and all the same joys, and all the same problems, will that satisfy you? For some people, that might be okay. That might actually sound like a good proposition. And if that's you then it's all going to be the game of maintaining what you have. But for those of us who won't be satisfied, for those who want more out of life, I've got to say, five years from now is surely coming to you. To put off a single day is to grow closer to that time without having changed and without having grown. If you want more, then you have to become more than you are right now. And the only way that I know of to do that is to have a vision of what you want and the faith that you can get it. That is the only way I know to get anywhere. Maybe there is another way. I don't know. Maybe you know of a surefire way to be lucky, a way to win the lottery, to inherit money from some unknown distant relative. Maybe you know how to do that. If that's you, then maybe you don't have much to worry about. Although I will say the words of warning that came directly from Jim Rohn, if someone does give you a million dollars, it's best that you become a millionaire very quickly in mindset. Otherwise, you're going to lose it all. Someone once said that if you took all of the money and divided it equally among everybody, it would quickly be back in the same hands. But back to it. For the rest of us who are not going to win the lottery or inherit money to live the life we want to live, we have to have a vision and faith in the vision and the goals to get there. I spent 30 years and even more, depending on how far you want to go back in my childhood and teens, but 30 years without an actual vision. I had some things that I wanted with no plans on actually getting them or trying to figure out how to get them. What did I want at that time? I wanted whatever I could get. I was led around by my small opportunities that were around me, my relationships. I was a servant to all the things that were easily attainable to me, things that were just a little bit better than what I already had. So I'd move from a job that I was happy at to a new job that paid 50 cents more an hour. Then I'd move again. My friends in romantic relationships were whoever I happened to be around at the time. I was living my life entirely by default. I was under the mistaken belief, the irrational script, that I couldn't change my circumstances. The negative script that told me that I couldn't be what I wanted to be. I couldn't be as powerful or as well-off or as influential as I wanted to be. So to ask myself the question, what do I want, was not even on my radar. I mean, why would I take the time to figure out what I really wanted out of my life if I couldn't get it anyways? Isn't that just a waste? Wouldn't that make me depressed? I was tied to the circumstances of my birth and upbringing, and despite my parents telling me that I could be anything I wanted to be, I guess that it meant you can be anything you want as long as it means you have a job for 47 years, save enough money, and retire, and then enjoy your life. To me, that sounded like jail. That sounded like... My family, friends, circumstances, and my education were all trying to shove me into this little box that I just did not fit in, and I thought I was a failure for not being able to conform to that pattern. If one single person had said, Matt, it sounds like you have the spirit of an entrepreneur, what do you want out of your life? 
because you can get it. I would have maybe started my journey earlier because that's what it takes. That's all you really need, a vision and faith. Your vision starts as simply as this. What do you want? Don't self-disqualify. Don't think you can't have it. Don't decide that it's too big or that it's unattainable. Just answer the question. What is it that you want out of life? What do you want to do? What do you want to be? And what do you want to have? You have to be able to see where you're headed to know what you're going to get at the end. If you're not aiming towards something, then your efforts are going to be scattered to the winds and you're going to be left hoping some seed lands on good soil and grows. That is the same as leaving it up to luck. But if you decide what you want and write it down, actually write it down on a whiteboard or a journal or a Google Doc, you are already in the top 10%. If you chart out a map to get there, the steps that you need to get those goals accomplished, you're in the top 5%. And as soon as you take a single step toward getting what you want, you're in the top 3% of the achievers in the world. That's where it starts. The people that are far ahead of you, the people that are making the money that you want to make and living the life you want to live, the only difference between you and them, they're not smarter, they're not better, they're not stronger than you. The only difference is that they are farther ahead in line right now. They started years ago. But as soon as you take the steps to achieving the goals you want towards your vision, you are on that path and you're going to end up where they are. It does take faith. You have to have faith in the system, faith in incremental change, faith that your vision can be real. You have to believe something is possible for you and that you're able to achieve it starting right where you are. When people say believe in yourself, it drives me crazy sometimes. They say it as if it's a thing unto itself. Like faith in yourself for the sake of having faith in yourself without really relaying what that means. So it becomes some sort of spiritual thing. We hear the phrase believe in yourself over and over again online, in books, on t shirts, posters. It seems like an empty platitude. But what it really should mean is to believe in your ability to complete your goals. If you have a really big desire in life, you might set that goal, but then never actually take the time to work towards it because you don't believe that it could actually happen to you. You don't believe that you have the ability to get there and you look at your past failure and you decide that this goal will be a failure too. So you don't devote the time necessary to achieving your desire. Believing in ourselves is believing that we can actually achieve the goal as unrealistic as it seems at this point. It is possible, but you have to have that faith that you can make that dream a reality. Belief in self allows you to spend the time, do the work, and pay the dues no matter how hard they get because you are so certain that you can accomplish that. It's the belief that you won't give up on this when it gets hard. Maybe you have in the past and you think you might do it again. Instead of believing in your ability to achieve a goal, you're believing in your tendency to quit when things get hard. If you entertain that notion very long, you will quit. So don't entertain the idea of quitting. Turn away from it and turn toward the vision, your vision, that's going to give you the better life. Jim Rohn always said, people will pay the price if they can see the promise. And vision is being able to see the promise. As I brought up in the last episode, you create your own vision, you make your own purpose, and you tell life what your purpose is. And anything that you see around you once was just an idea. 
It started out that way, and someone began building it. This is the way all things were made. You create a life, a lifestyle, a business, and a building the same way. You have a vision of it, which is deciding what you want and setting that goal and then working to make it happen. You can't do this by waiting for it or waiting for someone else to create your vision for you, but by taking charge and turning an idea into a reality. You can look and see a beautiful hotel there. How did, how did that get there? How did it start out? First, it was created as an idea. Somebody had an idea to put a hotel there. Second, it came as a plan. Someone had to draw it up, envision what it could be and what it would be. An idea in your head. It's hard to conceive that the idea is a substance of some sort, but an idea is powerful. It has no weight. You can't hold it in your hand, but it's certainly more than nothing. An idea is power. In the same way as you would build a hotel, get that vision of yourself and then create the plan to build that vision of yourself and turn it into a reality. Because the truth is you can begin building a new life right now. You can start a new business right now. You can fix your relationships right now. And if you don't like where you are, you don't ever have to be the same again. You are always only one thought away from a completely new life. Everything starts with you answering the question, what do you want? Thanks for listening to the Second Mix podcast. I am Matthew Bennett. You can grab this transcript on the blog at secondmix.net. If you have any questions, send me an email at matt at secondmix.net. I love to get email from people. Please give me five stars whenever and wherever you can and subscribe to get the most up-to-date episodes. If you know anyone who might find this information useful or helpful, please Join me in my mission and tell them about this show. I'll be here every Monday and Thursday until the glitter from my children is all gone from the house. Take the steps this week that will make it an incredible week. I'll be back on Thursday. Until then, keep reflecting, revising, and remixing your life. I'll see you soon.